Have you ever wondered how to find true happiness at work and in life? What about finding your purpose or becoming the best version of yourself and achieving all of your dreams and desires? Let me share one thing with you. The truth is you have the power to create your own happiness because happiness is indeed a choice. The Dr. Kiki Ramsey Show is dedicated to helping leaders become happier and more fulfilled at work and in life. I love sharing tools and insights about happiness, positivity, personal and professional development that will help you live a healthier, wealthier, more fulfilled, passionate, and purposeful life. I'm your host, Dr. Kiki Ramsey. Now let's jump into today's episode. Welcome to the show today. The Dr. Kiki Ramsey Show is where you want to be to learn how to live the life you love and love the life you live so that you can also do the work you love. And so I'm excited about that. But as I said, this topic today is so very, very near and dear to my heart, especially as a mother and as a entrepreneur, as a wife, as a sister, all these things, right? is what we have to learn how to balance in life. And I honestly think the conversation of balance has really, really taken over our country and even the world because of the pandemic. There's been a lot of unbalanced because of the pandemic, because most of us are working from home. Some of us have offices like I do. Some of our offices are at our dining room tables or in our bedrooms. So that balance that we used to have between work and home, and when we used to go into the office, is actually gone. It's it's gone away because we're literally sitting in our homes and we're working. And I know that this transition has been super hard for a lot of people as it pertains to just really getting our footing in terms of being successful and feeling successful at work and at home. And I am the first to say that I understand the struggle because the struggle is real, y'all. The struggle is real. So if you don't know much about kind of my setup, I have three kids in total, three children in total. However, my oldest son is an adult. So less parenting per se goes into to him, but I'm still very much his mama. And we have conversations and stuff like that, but less in terms of like day-to-day behavior and that kind of thing. I also have a five-year-old daughter, Mackenzie, and then I have a three-year-old son, Trey. And that calls for a very colorful life. In addition, I'm married to my amazing husband, Jamil, and I own my own business. He's working to help this business becomes successful. He has his own businesses and jobs that he's doing. So balance is, you know, is not truly what we consider balance. And so if you look at the definition of balance, a lot of times people say giving equal parts to equal things. So you're giving equal amount of energy to equal things. You're giving equal amount of time to different things as well. And that, to me, is not always possible. I mean, honestly, I don't know if that is possible at all. (laughs) To be honest with you, I'm not sure that it's possible at all. And what I mean by that is I think balance is truly an integration. What I consider successful balance 
is a good integration of work and family. That's what I consider to be balanced, a good integration of work and family, because right now we have so many demands on our lives. I mean, we have demands from our children, from our spouses, just even prioritizing self-care. Where do we even put ourselves into the picture as it pertains to balance? Again, this is Mental Health Awareness Month and really understanding that we need some kind of real balance, some kind of integration between work and family is super, super important. And so what does it really mean to integrate these things? Are you trying to give equal amounts of time to those things? No, I don't think so. Because at any given point in your life, something may be more pressing over here. It doesn't mean that it's any less important in a person's life. It's just way more pressing at the time. And so I'll give you an example. When I was completing my PhD program, that was super, very, very, very much pressing in my life. The one reason why I was so determined to actually finish my PhD was because I knew that I wanted to get back to my family. I knew that I wanted to get back to my kids, my husband, my business, my life, all that together. So I was really pressed to get done. But because I was really pressed to get done and and really focused on it, it took a lot of my time. And so there were times where I couldn't go to the zoo, where I couldn't go to the park, where I couldn't do all these things and go on date night and do all these things that I necessarily wanted to do. And let me tell y'all something about me. I want to do all the things, right? Like I'm always wanting to do all the things, but I realized that at this time in my life, at that time in my life, my goal was to get done with that PhD. And so some other things, I had to do them later on. I had to change my schedule such that I got a lot less sleep a lot of times, but I made it happen. And was it any less, you know, were my children any less important to me? No, absolutely not. Was my husband any less important to me? No, they are always super important, but I knew I had to focus. Sometimes you got to focus on some things to get some other things out of the way. I'll give you another example. I was a part of the National Speakers Association, the DC chapter, and I loved the DC chapter of the NSA. And I finally made it to the board. I was super happy that I made it to the board. It was awesome and amazing. And I served my first year. It was a two-year appointment. I served my first year and it was great. And I was looking forward to serving my second year. But when I got accepted into grad school, I took out, you know, my calendar and all of the obligations that I had. And I said, yeah, this is not, (laughs) I was like, I'm not going to be able to do it. I literally had to resign from the board going into the second year because I knew that the time that I was going to need to complete my PhD was going to be more than I had to give. And so I needed to change some things up. And so I quit the NSA board. But did that mean that NSA was any less important to me? No, it didn't. I had to integrate some things in my life. And so what I want to say to you is this. When it comes to work-life balance, my opinion doesn't mean that we're doing this. It means that we're integrating these things, the things that we value in our lives, so much so that we feel good about it. Because here's the thing, 
at the point where you start feeling bad and you look at your values and you're like, I'm not doing what I say I want to do, then you need to change some things up. That's the truth. That is the absolute truth. And so I'm going to share a couple of things with you that I do in order to balance my work and my life. Let me give you a typical day in the life of Dr. Kiki. I run two businesses, Kiki Ramsey International, where I go around the country or actually the world and speak to leaders in the organizations about being positively diverse leaders and about happiness and bringing happiness to your employees so that you retain them. Okay. And then also have the Positive Psychology Coaching and Diversity Institute, aka PCADI, where we do leadership and diversity coaching in organizations. And so love, love, love both. So I'm getting up in the morning, setting aside time to pray, to be with the Lord, all of that. And then I work out, get my kids ready for school. They go to school. And then from the time they go to school, like maybe nine, nine to really five on the phone, I'm on coaching sessions, I'm working with my team, all of that. And so I literally can look at my schedule and I could be back to back to back all day with calls. That could be my life. And then I get my kids from school, try to cook dinner, have some time with them. And then maybe once they go back to sleep, I get to start my second half of the day, which means I get back on the computer and do some things until it's time for me to go to sleep. It's a busy, busy life. And then on the weekends, I'm taking my kids to swimming, to ballet, to soccer, to all those things and trying to spend time with my husband, all of that, y'all. When I say balancing working life, it's not easy, but it's something that we need to get a hold of so that we feel good about our lives. And so here are the things that I do to make sure that I'm successful as it pertains to balancing family life. I take weekly inventory. I take a weekly inventory. This normally happens to me like on a Friday That's my day where I can do more admin stuff and really try to assess my week and kind of get it together. So on Fridays, mainly, I'll take a weekly inventory. I'll ask myself, you know, things like, how did the week go? I'll assess my values, the things that I say that are important to me. And I think we don't do this enough. So what's important to me is God, family, friends, work, all those things are really, really important to me. Health, working out. And so I'll assess on a Friday, how did I do this week in these main areas? And so I'll say, okay, if it's working out or health or eating right, I'll say, did I eat properly? My goal is to eat better more days than not. That's the goal, right? Like that's how you maintain weight. That's how you lose weight is to eat better more days than you eat bad. So I'm assessing that. I'm also assessing, did I work out? My goal is normally to work out at least five days a week. And for me, that looks like Monday through Friday in the morning time, I wake up at five, you know, get it done, all that kind of stuff. Did I work out? So if I did good, I'm like, I'm good in this area. If I didn't do good, then I try to make a plan for next week, for next week to do better, to do better right? Like I'm making goals and plans to set myself up for next week to do better. And so I might have to shift some things, shift some timing. I'll look at my calendar to see if I need to move some things around based on if I'm traveling, if I'm not traveling, all those things. In terms of my children, did I spend the time that I wanted to spend with my kids? Did I spend the time? Did I practice 
positive parenting? Did I yell too much this week? Was I too stressed out? Was I too impatient with my children? All these things really do matter, right, when it comes to parenting, at least for me and my children. So I really want to know if I did these things. So I assess it at that time. And if I was impatient with my children or, or yelling at my kids or just not, you know, didn't have any real quality time where we played together with them, I will assess that and say, okay, I'm going into the weekend. What can I do to compensate for the feelings that I have that I didn't spend enough time with them, that I didn't play with them, that I was stressed out and I was yelling, doing all those things. And so I go forward and I make a plan for the weekend so that I can do the things that I need and feel like I need to do. And then also make a plan for the following week as well. As it pertains to work, (laughs) work, right? Like I can literally be on my computer from morning to night and not even leave, but you got to have balance and boundaries. Like if you don't have balance and boundaries, then what is it all about? So I'll tell myself, did I have a break? Could I take a nap? I I can't always guarantee that I'm going to get a nap. But did I have a chance to make sure that I sat down and take my lunch break, which I try to do every single day? Fridays are awesome days because sometimes I get to go out to eat lunch. But did I get a chance to take my lunch throughout the week and just get that break so that I can think. And I don't mean taking lunch at your desk. I mean, getting up from your desk, taking lunch, going, you know, for a walk, doing whatever you do. Did I do that? Did I make all the calls that I need to make? What do I need to do to advance the business, right? What are things that I need to put in place to advance the business, but also to make sure that I have some balance there? So I'll check that off. And so I do this for all the areas in my life. As a wife, have I spent time with my husband, right? All these things, I do that and I do that inventory. And if I'm coming up short at any time in that inventory list, then I adjust, I readjust, and I make a plan to to change some things in the coming days. That's real life integration. Sometimes, Some of us are going so fast, 100 miles an hour, right? My mom used to say, stop going 100 miles an hour, 100 miles an hour that we can't stop and assess and take inventory of what's even happening in our life from day to day. It's hard, y'all, but you got to give yourself a moment to stop and take that inventory. I get up early just to be able to do that. I get up, you know, five o'clock, 530 sometimes just to be able to sit And a lot of times be with the Lord and also take inventory and set my intentions for the next, you know, for that day. I think that that's super important. So the next thing I think I do that helps me balance family and a career is I schedule everything. So I literally schedule everything. If it is not on this calendar right there, chances are I ain't going to get done. (laughs) chances are it's not going to get done. I have my assistant, Nicole. She is really in charge of, you know, a lot of my scheduling and everything like that. And I'll send everybody to her who needs, you know, a call or something with me because she is the master of the calendar. And I'm like, listen, if it's not on the calendar, chances are I forgot about it and it's not going to get done. I put down everything. I put down 
my kids' events. I put down all of my work meetings. I actually schedule in self-care for myself because I've learned from over the years that if I don't put me on the schedule, then I won't show up. <laughs> like It's the truth. I won't show up. I got my massages on there. All that is on my calendar and it keeps me accountable and I can look at it and tell where my balance is going. Like I can literally open up my calendar and see where my balance is going. And so if I have a day where I'm in back to back to back to back to back meetings, I'm like, oh my goodness, like, mm. but the one thing that I do got on my calendar, I, I wish you could see it, is lunch. Baby, don't play with me. <laughs> lunch is on the calendar because you need a break. Y'all, let me just tell you, it's Mental Health Awareness Month. You cannot go back to back to back to back meetings all day. We are in a very meeting heavy society right now because of the pandemic and I understand it. But if you go back to back to back to meetings all day, five days a week, when do you ever do your work? Yes, I said it. When do you ever do your work? You don't get it done. And, or you're doing it late at night and all those things. And so you have to at least have time to breathe. So I have my lunch break on this calendar every single day. And we do not schedule over that unless it's like, ah, and I really don't like to do that. But it's like a real extenuating circumstance. But I schedule everything. So I'm telling you, when it comes to balance, and it keeps me accountable to all of my values, the things that I love, God, the family, friends, work, all that kind of stuff, it keeps me accountable to those things. So I schedule everything and I think you should do it too. When I stop scheduling stuff, then my life gets real chaotic because I don't know what's going on. When stuff is not scheduled, I don't know what's going on. And if you watched last week's show on really the power of saying no, like you have to say no to yourself sometimes because you schedule too much and your calendar is a sure way to be able to tell that, all right? And so the last thing is I'm gonna say, about balances, find help. You remember those big old SOS signs? I think that we, especially when it comes to women, we get real funny as it pertains to finding help. But listen to me, I'm big on asking people for help now because I understand that I can't get to where I'm going by myself. I just can't. I can't get to where I'm going. And I'm also more willing, and I don't know if this is coming with my older, mature age or whatever. I'm also willing to admit that I can't do it all, right? People look at me and they're like, you are a superwoman. You're doing all these things. I don't always feel that way. I might get more done than a lot of people because my baseline is higher as it pertains to activity, but I still get tired just like anybody else. I still feel myself being tired, but now I'm more so willing to admit that I'm tired and to tell myself, you need to do something different because you're tired or you're dragging. And I'm allowing my body to tell me now to talk to me where else I used to want to just ignore my body, but baby, I know I need her and she need me. So we got to work together as a team. So this is why I'm exercising, eating healthy, but I'm also listening to cues when I'm feeling sick or when I'm feeling tired. Sometimes we just need a nap, okay? <laughs> like just seriously, sometimes we need a nap. And I've told my, my executive clients that before, go take a nap. 
and refresh yourself and wake up again and, and come back the next day. But okay, I digress. What I mean is you need to find help. Sometimes you can't do it all, period, point blank. You can't do it all. So when I say help, you know, it might be an assistant. I'm forever grateful for my assistant, Nicole. I love her. Y'all hear me talk about her all the time. Like I'm forever grateful because she makes my life easier. But you may not be in a space that you can find an assistant, right? That's, I get that, understandable, cool. But you can still reach out and ask for help. It might be, you know, from your boss, coworkers, whatever, reach out and ask for help. Even reaching out and getting the knowledge that you just don't necessarily know is something that we all need to do too, because you don't have to look like you're this amazing top leader. And at the end of the day, you're missing stuff because you didn't ask coworkers, somebody else for the answers. Go ahead and do that. Babysitters. If you got kids like me, my kids are three and five years old. I need a babysitter, right? I need somebody to help me with these kids at some point so that I can do things outside of the house so that me and my husband can go on date night so that we can do those things. Find somebody who can help you. Build a community in your neighborhood of other parents who you guys can swap and barter for childcare. Like literally it's doable, but you got to put some work into it though. It do take work. And then the other thing I find help for is cleaning the house. Like I used to argue with my husband all the time as it pertains to house cleaning. And I'd be like, oh, because I love a clean, clean house. How I was raised and everything has a place and it should be in its rightful place. And I'm teaching my children the same, right? But I also live in a real house, a real house with real kids. And sometimes it's not always possible for these kids to pick up their stuff or to just want to pick up their stuff. And so it looks messy sometimes. So I hire somebody, you know, to come in and clean every other week because that keeps me sane, right? It keeps me sane and it might keep you sane as well. And so you might say, I can't find nobody to do that. I can't hire nobody to do that. I understand that as well. But if you got kids, start letting them do chores and all those things. So there's ways to get around it, but we can find help sometimes if we're innovative. So the moral of the story is balance is not equal sides, it's integration in the way that you want things to be integrated between family and work in your life. Because for me, work is super important. I'm actually proud to be a working mother. I love what I do. I also love my family. I love my kids. I love my husband. And so for me to be able to do both is the greatest joy that I actually have because all of this is balled up into my purpose. And I'm sure it's the same for you, right? It's balled up into your purpose. And so I love what I do and I don't want to let any one of them go. And so I have to learn how to integrate both in a way that works for me. So those are just a couple of tips that I do in terms of balancing life and really integrating both into my life so that I live a happy and fulfilled life. I hope this helped you. What I'm going to say to you is share this message with somebody else because somebody else, another mom, dad out there may need to hear this because they are stressed out because they don't know how to get it all done. You probably won't get it all done. What you can do is find help to help you get it done. And you might have to be innovative in the way that you do that. But share this message with somebody who you think it will resonate with them and follow us on all social media outlets. I'm happy to see you. 
If you leave us comments and everything like that, I love it. And drop us a note if there's any topics that you want Dr. Kiki Ramsey to talk about or to go deeper on because I love hearing from you and all of your wins that you're having. I get excited when I hear your wins. It just warms my heart. So thank you for being here. And I absolutely look forward to seeing you all next week. Take care. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Dr. Kiki Ramsey Show. And as always, remember to create your own happiness because happiness is in fact a choice. If you've enjoyed listening to this episode, please share this podcast with your friends and colleagues. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you'll get notified whenever I drop a new episode.